Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at Metal Cloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the Metal Cloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, Metal Cloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of The Modern Jeeper Show. Paying attention so much to what your phone says, use some common sense and kind of go, yeah, but look whoa, at whoa, that whoa, road. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I know, I said They're it. They're signs. They're Whoa. signs. Common Three sense. Design. The Modern Jeeper Show. The show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Hello, Modern Jeepers. Matson from Metal Cloak here, and welcome to episode number 135 of the Modern Jeepers Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Corey, Jesse, and I dive right in this week after Modern Jeeper Adventures in the San Juans of Colorado. We start the conversation with some awesome feedback from one of our attendees last week. Then we dive into some serious discussions about the state of off-roading, including the near-fatal accident on Black Bear Pass just this last Sunday. Why I believe the Bronco may be the most dangerous 4x4 ever built. How to prevent people from doing dumb stuff. Gatekeepers versus SUVs. Built rigs without talent. Maturing out of the extreme trails. Having no regrets. Listening to your instincts and a little known fact about seatbelts. And don't forget to jot down the second keyword in our annual Modern Jeeper giveaway. By the way, if you're listening and wonder what the F are these guys doing, you can see the full video in all its glory at youtube.com slash modernjeeper. As always, we're extremely grateful to our supporters and friends, including Warren Winches, Raceline Wheels, Best Top, Milestone Tires, Rugged Radios, Adventure Rack Systems, and of course, Metal Cloak. So sit back, relax with the cold one, and enjoy episode number 135 of the Modern Jeeper Show. Well, hey, Modern Jeepers, it's another episode of the Modern Jeeper Show with me, Natson from Metal Cloak, and Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. Hey, buddy. Hey, Rockstar Jeep Girl, Jessie. Hi, how's it Hi. going? What's your shirt there? It says, don't be a lady, be a legend. Ooh, a legend. What about being a legendary lady? Yeah. Wait, don't be. Well, who does that shirt? Oh, just some, like, it's called Human Nature or Human Unlimited. Human Unlimited? Some, like, cool women shirts. Like, for Because women can be cool, too. That's yeah, true. Right. <laughs> so, I got to say, I'm going to open this thing up with just straight up, because I forwarded it to you, right? Uh-huh. And I should have had it up here to, to read for a second, which I'm going to do in a, over here on this side. Oh, Lord. But <laughs> I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it was one of our attendees, and I didn't get his permission to read it out loud, so I won't say names. You'd probably be totally cool with it. But um, one of our attendees for the trip that you guys just had, which ended up being, we'll talk about it, but ended up being going from a two-day epic adventure to a four-day epic adventure, yeah. which was just incredible. Um, and he basically said, I was on the San Juan Modern Jeep event. Holy shit. It's the only words that can be said. 
That says a lot right there. Corey and Jesse are two amazing people that went above and beyond for the small group. I plan on staying an extra day, but Corey and Jesse took me on a day that wasn't even included. Um, seriously. Uh, yeah, there's this one. just touting you guys. Seriously. Metal Cloak has a couple of winners. No, duh. Like, I know that, <laughs> but thank you. Uh, I had an incredible time. Learned a lot about the area. I pushed myself. I'm probably not my Jeep. Um, I'll be going more modern Jeep adventures. And then they had a few choice words to be said, saying said about a, another adventure that he had been on some other group. Um, so well done guys. That's just awesome. You know, no, and we, we already knew you guys were awesome, but it's just great when somebody just goes that far out. And this isn't like we had a great time and we appreciated the adventure. This was like, like you blew the guy's mind. Well, and it was, you know, this being the first year that we did this event, I, it's it's always hard on a first year. You never know um, how people are going to react. What we have a lot of challenges here, and especially this time of year. And we talk, we'll talk more about that. But um, the group that that ended up not, uh, we you know we had a few people that had uh, Jeep mechanical issues. We had a pe- couple people that tested positive for COVID. They just decided that they shouldn't come out. Um, we had construction in the area. We had perfect weather. And we had a really great group, but it's always so hard to know, are we doing enough, too much? You know, we we pre-run a lot of stuff and we never know timing down to, I mean, if we can hit it within a couple of hours, we think that's pretty good because you never know what's going to happen on the trail. Uh, you could have breakdowns and repairs and all of those kind of things. So I think this year's first, for a first event, in Colorado was amazing. Mm-hmm. And again, the, the, the folks who we, we did two days and I had to adjust the schedule on the first day completely because of road construction. Um, and they just, they ate it up. They loved it. And the two days became three, which became four. <laughs> so literally we were on the trail four days straight. We did five badge trails in wow. four days, all of the San Juan, all of the main trails in the San Juans. We wow. Wow. How incredible. Well, is we that? had to skip our third day. We had to totally redesign it, up it and go, okay, we'll set it over here. We've what what are we gonna do? And when we pulled up to Black Bear Pass before we got stopped, guess who was in line airing down when we got there? Who's that? For, Fernando and his oh. wife. Yeah. From <laughs> from funny. from Modern Jeeper Adventures Moab edition. Um, you know, here was a guy I had I had gotten a text from him a while back and he had said, Hey, we're gonna try to make it to Colorado, but he wasn't sure of schedules and stuff. And no more contact. We pulled up the black bear and there he is airing down. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so awesome. So then we got stopped by the sheriff. Yeah, let's talk about that because I kind of yeah. wanted to rant on that a little bit. Um, so, so tell us, tell us what you guys learned and how you learned it when that was happening. Obviously it's kind of spread out and it's gone out there and we'll talk more about what actually occurred, but this is Sunday morning. You guys get out there about what time did you, did you, we were uh, there about nine o'clock. Nine. Yeah. yeah. We, right. um, we met at the bottom of, uh, your there, uh, before you head up red mountain about eight thirty ish, got to the top of the trailhead. It was looking to be a pretty, pretty nice day. Um, we're almost done airing down and getting everybody, you know, kind of back in their Jeeps and stuff. And San Juan County Sheriff pulls in in front of us and kind of 
I, you know, I, I, I waved to him and, and he pulled into the, the, the trailhead basically and kind of turned sideways. We're and like, uh, uh -oh. <laughs> I'm like, good morning, you know, and he got out and he walked back and he goes, well, what's your plan B for the day? <laughs> well, okay. And I said, well, um, uh, we, we, we do have a plan B. I said, why, what's going on? And he said, well, there was a, a pretty serious accident on, on the other side, on the, on the, after the switchbacks in the Telluride side this morning. And I'm like, man, for somebody to come from this side it, it, and get all the way over there by nine o'clock, they had to be up here at 6 a.m. <clears throat> and he said, well, um, yeah, we don't have a lot of details, but they're bringing a helicopter in and they don't want, uh, you know, it's a, it's kind of an accident scene still, it's still being investigated, all of that stuff. So uh, I had, I, you know, we, I always tell somebody, try to tell somebody where we're at, where we're going. Um, so my buddy Price, who has the M&H towing in Montrose, I, I let him know because he's, he's a recovery company and, and good friend. And I had said, we're going to go do Black Bear tomorrow. Um, we'll be up there. Well, I knew too, that he also has a, he's in touch he's in touch with state patrol and the sheriff's department and all of that all the time and i thought oh no i don't have service up here he's going to hear that there's an accident on black bear and he's going to you know maybe think it'll be part of our group so we kind of said we're going to we're going to change we're going to um we're going to go down and we'll do engineer pass today and uh go through the alpine loop which we had kind of talked about with the group doing it the next day but um so we we went uh we went back down ended up getting a little bit of cell service i sent price a text and said hey the accident on blackberry is not us um and i had a little bit of service while we were airing down to get into to engineer pass and he started sending me pictures of what he knew uh from the sheriff's department oh wow and um yeah, yeah, crazy just how fast information is available to us. And we, we knew again that there was a pretty serious accident. Um, Price said, Yeah, he understood it was a Bronco Sport, one of the newer small Broncos. Um, and, and really, we, we kind of went, Wow, hope everybody's okay. And we went about our day. We went, and that was the day we did Poughkeepsie and California Pass and Animus Forks, Cinnamon Pass, came all the way back over Engineer from Lake City. Wow. We, we, we the, yeah. The entire Alpine Loop. The entire Alpine Loop. A serious long, long day. Yeah, it was like we 12 hours. What? Um, yeah, we, we got back in uh, to Uray about 6 30, 7 o'clock. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it will beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long day of eating so, dust. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I got a, um, you kind of mentioned to me, right? I think it was, it was, I had said, hey, how did the day go? And you're, and I didn't hear back from you till later in the day because you've yeah. already been on there. So I did some looking into it when I, when I heard about this. And first thing I start reading in the, in the actual police report that they post up on social media was that it was a Bronco. Didn't say what kind of Bronco. So it was a 2021 Bronco said one, they go, they went the wrong direction. Right. So, right. so they, they didn't, they ignored the one way um, sign and they just started going. Didn't, didn't see, didn't see the sign. Didn't see yeah. the sign. Right. And went up, that went up a couple of switchbacks and then they decided to turn around passenger gets out um start turning around driver loses control the vehicle rolls 400 feet and that's what i read backwards and i 
and I heard, you know, all I saw was it was a 21-21 Bronco. Now, at that moment, I had flashbacks to talking to good old Papa Bear uh, out in Moab years ago and how he was expressing that the four-door JK was the world's most dangerous Jeep. And his philosophy behind that was you get now you have an entire family easily inside of a Jeep, more people in the Jeep, and people going and doing things which they may or may not be capable to do. But hey, I've got a Jeep. I can go out and do stuff. And in the early days, there was a lot more accidents. I remember Easter Jeep Safari had a whole problem because they were having rollovers and stuff occur from people that weren't prepared and had no skill. So we had talked about skills day back then um, and doing more skills training for a moment. I think they do more of that now. But that's a flashback all of a sudden I had was, oh, my God, the Bronco is going to get a lot of people that are buying it because they think it's totally capable. And they're going to go out and do a bunch of this dumb stuff that they have no reason doing. And let's let alone, let's put aside the fact that they went the wrong direction, right? right. If they had gone the right direction, they had no business in a Bronco no. sport being on that trail, right? One of literally the, the headlines that I read was like, this is the most dangerous tra trail in all of Colorado. Mm -hmm. You have no business being on it let alone by themselves. If they had a full Bronco, they had no business being on that trail by themselves, right? right? right. So one way or the other, they were destined to have a problem. And there's there's the rub. It's like, are, are we in another situation where people are going to go out and get this rake thinking, oh my God, it's fantastic. I'm going to go hit some trails. And then they just right. go driving places and have accidents like this. Well, and we, we had a long conversation for two days. Um, you know, even for me, and I, I've been over Black Bear a number of times, and it it, uh, it it bothers me um, every once in a while. You know, everybody has that day. And I'm a, I'm a statistic guy. So the more you do something successfully, the more chance you have of something going wrong eventually. Um, and, and literally, Black Bear is one of those trails where we, we talked about this with the group. And I can't emphasize this enough. It's... It's not a trail for fun, really. It's it's amazing scenery, amazing. It is. It will challenge your control, your your fear of heights. Yeah. There's a lot of things you have to overcome, and the road into the switchbacks is just a road. It's fairly straightforward. It's very narrow. It's extremely steep, but it's just a road. When you get to the section before the steps, there's an area there called Tacoma, they call it Tacoma Rock. And it's very off camber, leans down. And this is even before you get around the corner of the view of Telluride. Um, but it's it's extremely off camber. And, and there's been a number of Toyotas uh, over the years that have rolled over right there, um, not gone all the way down. Because you but, don't have articulation at all. You have to have those tires dropping to get down in this hole. And there's two of them. Yeah. That is off the side of an edge. You have inches for your tire. You can't just go down the one side because you'll be sideways. And those Toyotas go down there thinking, oh, I'll be fine. And then the and tire drops forward. and then they drop sideways into a big gulch. So, well, it's, and it's. There's tons of videos, there's tons of pictures, and unfortunately, that's kind of our issue anymore is people go, I've seen the pictures, it's not that bad. What is the mm. big deal? Mm. And they so, go up to a road where a small, small, small error can be very, very catastrophic. 
Mm-hmm. So it, it it behooves me to think about Tillamook and how Tillamook, one of the great things about some of the trails out at Tillamook were these little gates, the gatekeepers they had at the beginning and exit. Right. Yep. And on a, a trail that's as dangerous as Black Bear Pass, it would make sense to build gatekeepers at the at both entrances uh, or both exit and entrance just to make sure that nobody in an SUV tries going up there or well, and it's, you, it's, you, it's, you have to have a certain capable rig. The yeah. argument in the San Juan mountains is literally you people are trying to keep others out. Us as small SUV drivers should be able to access these beautiful, amazing areas. It shouldn't be all for Jeeps. That's the problem. Mm. We have people going, Hey, these Jeepers are just trying to keep us out. It should be an equal playing field. And I'm sorry. No, that is completely wrong. It's, um, it's like a lot of work on that pass to make it safe oh. for anybody in an SUV. If you want to do that, that's fine. But it, 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 don't it, think that you can go up there right now. No. And and so so we, we went and did our other loop. And then the next, the following day, we still had a couple people that, that wanted to go do to Black Bear and Imogene. And uh, I, you know, if somebody wants to go up there, I'm more than happy to take them. And I, I don't try to, I don't want to sugarcoat any of the trails, even, and this goes for everywhere, Moab, Tillamook, um, the Rubicon, uh, trails all over the country, Sand Hollow. Uh, people see pictures and they just think that they, well, I bought this Jeep so I can go. So I try to do, uh, I don't want to scare anybody again, but I want them to take it seriously because it is a very big deal. So my... Um, um, Jesse had actually made a post and we have some friends in town that, that, uh, wanted to go. And so, uh, one of my buddies, uh, from state patrol actually went up there with us, uh, on Monday, Monday. Yeah. yeah Monday. Monday. And, uh, and his name's Corey as well. And, uh, so we had a lot of conversations during, during us going up there about safety, people, the problems, Corey's been a state trooper for 20 something years, mm-hmm. uh, maybe close. He just retired. Um, but a lot of things that I didn't even know. And it was kind of an interesting perspective to hear it from a trooper who it, the, the bad part about it is people are getting more and more fearless mm-hmm. and relying on the capabilities of their vehicles to keep them safe. It, we used to say, you know, oh, you, you laid your Jeep over. Oh, yeah. You know, you ran out of talent. Well, (laughs) now there's no talent. So folks are hopping in very, very capable rigs with no talent. They've Mm. never been off-road and they're thinking, I have a Jeep. I can go anywhere. And, and man, that's, that's just not the case. Well, and it's, especially when you have money. I mean, we, we, God bless every one of our, our uh, modern Jeep attendees, but we've had a couple of attendees who, who had more money than smarts maybe. And I don't want you to say that, but very well built rig incredibly capably built rig but not they didn't have the talent for lack of a better word or the skill or the training to be able to use their rig the way it should be right you know versus when we and the flip side's true too we've had guys that were in totally you know stock rigs and and absolutely no money put in their vehicle but incredibly good at being able to just drive the thing right and go through it but and yeah that's the problem I can go down, I can buy a Jeep, I can drop 50 grand into it. I've got the biggest, baddest built rig around. Mm -hmm. 
what do I do with it now? Right. And I'm just going to go, go and, and, but what also gets me is that whole idea of, you know, like in this case, they're driving off on their own to do some exploring the dog, the driver, the passenger driving off to do their, their thing, you know, it, it fine. But that comes down to that thing of, of, of being thinking you have utter confidence in everything around you. You're going someplace you have no idea about. And we're kind of in that mode, I think, in life. Like, hey, let's just go explore something. You know what I used to do? That throw a backpack on and just go hiking out in the middle of no place. But I've been oh. backpacking for years. When right? we were I young, kn- we were we were bulletproof. We just didn't even have any we didn't like we always knew we would overcome whatever, whatever was there. Well, and 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 even for, for this gal, um she knew that they should turn around. And uh, I'm not sure what the spotters, you know, how, how much experience he had, but they were backing up when she went over. So she backed up too far mm-hmm. and the Jeep or the, the Bronco literally uh, fell rolled forward backwards. and then rolled. Wow. Um, you know, and this is such a, she only went, she rolled down one switchback, mm-hmm. which was about 400 feet from the, from the top where she was at. Um, the force was so great that it ejected the engine out of the Bronco Sport. Uh, she was also ejected, so we're assuming that she didn't wear a seatbelt. Uh, when we got down to where the Jeep sat and and Corey, my buddy, uh, had looked at the the pictures that were that the San Juan Sheriff's Department had put up, um, the the cab, the, the 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 driver's compartment in that Bronco Sport, if she would have been wearing a seatbelt, she would have probably walked away. Well, and it looked like like there were the the um, the airbags were fully deployed on both sides, right? Yep. It, like if yep. it was complete cushion inside there, so the Absolutely. safety functions went into place. Yep. But not having a seatbelt is now. You were telling me something about seatbelts that you learned. Yeah. So, um, and, and you know, if you think about it, and I've seen it, but I've never known there was a reason for it. So we were talking about uh, multiple accidents that 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 Corey'd been on. And state patrol that he's he'd he'd been he'd been a part of and and whatnot. So, if you ever look at the end of a seatbelt, there's it's a double fold, and then there's some stitching across those folds, and then one section's got an X where the the flap is is kind of at, and then that's where the main stitching right, is at. Right. Well, that X is made to on a on an extreme impact collision that seatbelt's actually made to come apart where that X stitching is to the next kind of relieve some of that, that tension on that seatbelt. It'll still hold. It won't. Cause I asked him, I said, so have you ever seen a seatbelt break? Um, and, and literally uh, there was one instance where he'd seen a seatbelt break, but it was uh, extremely out of the ordinary uh, big truck big man. Um, yeah. So again, circumstances played a role in that, but in all those years, only one time. Um, but those, those seatbelts are designed to give a little bit at first and, but they're only made, they're only designed for really a single collision. So Mm. when you have multiple collisions over and over, um, you know, there's a possibility that eventually that could come apart. I wonder if that's Uh, true about a PRP straps, because when I drove my race Jeep, I mean, every, every, race seemed like it was collision after collision after collision. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think <laughs> that's why they're replacing those every, every yeah. Every race. That's, that's why. why. Have dates on them. Yeah. That's yeah. why those dates are on there. That's true. Um, that's true. But, uh, 
for a for a very for a vehicle i mean you know if you're it's in that kind of a collision more than likely the vehicle's done um but but i mean i don't know i i don't know how i feel about some of these extreme trails as i get older or more mature um everybody wants to go do them because it's a bucket list thing or it's a the badge or or whatever and it's bragging rights really is all it comes down to um and and people want that picture they want to show their friends look what i did mm-hmm. sometimes we we got to step back and we go is that really the, what's most important um yeah i i don't know well, and then we we had uh, Ross and Yvette have a couple of their friends come from New Mexico, I believe, and they were not about going down Black Bear. So they were going to skip that day, hang out with their friends, but then we got switched to what they wanted to do the next day. They were real skeptical about going to Black Bear, but mm-hmm. finally, you know, I went back and forth with Yvette and she was just terrified. Ross was like, I don't want her screaming at me. I won't be able to concentrate, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Right? So I told her, I said, you're going to regret not doing it. I know it's scary, but you're going to feel very accomplished because you do. And some people, of course, joked with me, well, that's not the worst road there is out there. And I'm like, to nope. each is their own. I have a fear of falling. That is my greatest fear is falling in heights I'm getting a little bit better at. But Yvette rode with me for most of um, the down into Telluride because she was like, I got to let my husband concentrate because I don't want to be beating on him and I don't want something to happen. So she hopped in with me Mm. and she was totally calm with the whole thing. And of course, at the end, she was like, you know, you're totally right. It was amazing. But that sounded like peer pressure. Like you put a little peer pressure on her. Like you're going to regret this. Come on, try it. Just do it. Because I know our capabilities. <laughs> you're going to regress it. <laughs> well, that's I know awesome our capabilities. Though. And that's awesome. I knew that, that it, they would want to enjoy it. She says one and done. And I said, don't blame you. Yeah. I get that feeling too. And that day we pulled up before I had a feeling, I just had this really bad feeling. And then when the sheriff pulled up, I was like, okay, that was the one thing mm-hmm. that was wrong. Because that day, usually I don't get too spooked about Black Bear. It scares me. But that morning, I was just not feeling it. Mm. And I was relieved to see the sheriff pull up because it just wasn't our day that day. Yeah, there's so. certain times that we'll go wheeling and there's we all have those feelings. And it's recognizes recognizing those feelings as to mm-hmm. uh, maybe today is just not my day. And uh, we were just talking to our buddy Ricky, who was just part of the LJ Adventure and uh, they were in Disney, Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, it, there's a there's a rock, an obstacle there called Viagra. And it's, mm-hmm. y- you can try it a couple of times. It's a very, very large, rock bouncer big rock. Yes. Is what yeah. it is. And it's um, dangerous. But when something goes wrong and it's like, I, and what happened is uh, he told me he just lost an airline. No big deal. They can repair it in five minutes and be, he, he had tried it a number of times and was just like, yeah, you know what? And when the airline came apart, he was like, oh, I'm done. And to recognize that, you know what? Today is not your day mm. is okay. Um, there's not many trails that we do where there's a chance of falling off the earth. Right. And when that is a is a consequence of making a small mistake, I, I don't want to fall off the earth. I want to no. I want to <laughs> laying it over in a ditch or or putting on its side. That's that's, that's great. <laughs> but when you are gonna go a significant distance yeah that's not good 
No. Well, and that's one of those, uh, as a motorcycle rider, it's the same way. Like I can get up in the morning, get dressed and go, I'm not feeling it this morning. I feel a little off. Yep. And you can't be a little off. You can't just no, decide, uh, you know, no. I'm a little off this morning. I'm not quite paying attention. I just stubbed my toe or something. Not the day to get on the motorcycle and get out there and, right. and ride it. Right. That's right. And same's about now when I was younger and I was like, oh, yeah, it's good. Like, you, yeah, I mean, let's go try these these obstacles. Right. I'm not that guy anymore. I enjoy going out wheeling and I'd love to do some things. Maybe I'd love to do Black Bear with you one day. I'm not going to go like on the Rubicon. You go up the Rubicon and there's things like, you know, soup bowl or stuff like, hey, the Rubicon's beautiful. I don't stop and say, let's go spend some time and beat up on soup bowl or let's go try something else. Right. That's right. it's fun to watch others do it. But that's just I'm not that guy anymore where I need to I need to go. Right. I'm going to try this. Oh, look, there's a cliff there. Let's see how far we can go. Right. Mm-hmm. I've broken enough stuff. Right. <laughs> it's, it's it's fun. Watch other people do it. But you know, it's, it's just, so I get it. I get it. You know, you well, want to kind of go. And the manufacturers seems, this is kind of a good segue into the, and the manufacturers are modifying vehicles. They see the need, they know what sells. And now all of a sudden, you know, uh, Jeep releases this extreme recon edition that's going to be available as a package. And now all of a sudden you're going to get 35 inch tires. You're going to get that little inch and a half inch, uh, inch and a half lift. You're going to get 456 gears. So all of a sudden, you're going to have an even more capable Jeep. You're still going to have the same talent base, right? I mean, now it's just, well, I don't even need to make those mods now. Now out of the box, I can go anywhere. So, ah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's I don't know. I, I I I'm I think all it comes down to really is guys, offered vehicles are fantastic. They're good. You can learn how to use them and they're gonna have fun with them. But there's some just basic things you gotta follow. Just like you need to put gas in a rig, there's some basic rules you need to follow. One, it's just like it's like scuba diving. You never go by yourself. Never. And I have a buddy. God bless him. He lives in Thailand, I think now or something. I don't know, but he was, he was a Sacramento local scuba diver. He was the guy who would always go by himself scuba diving for a long time. And he had a group. There was a group of buddies that would do it all the time. And he'd be part of that, but he was the guy who would go do it by himself, whatever. But um, he lives in Thailand now and he's doing other things. But for the most part, it's just a rule. You just don't go by yourself. Right. And it's good about wheeling too. Don't go by yourself. Just That's especially right. if you're if you're not familiar, just it, and I don't know. I I would be curious to find out what does Google Maps say about Black Bear Pass? Like, were they could they be following Google, and maybe it sent them in the wrong direction? I think I was told that Google has put Black Bear as closed, so mm. the idiots won't go and do it. That's on that Google. Would, I don't know about other maps, but they said it was labeled closed. Well, we I'm wondering we what, have like, seen, we're starting to see more and more um, signage placed. In fact, it was interesting at the base of Black Bear. I don't know if it's a brand new sign, but there is a much larger sign stating that this is a one-way road. Um, we're also seeing... Um, I don't know why there's not arrows painted on the dirt. <laughs> Right. Um, 
what's interesting is there's a um, we're seeing more signs on on like and last dollar road over pass. Um, there wasn't anything on Imogene that I saw, last dollar, but yeah. big, big signs that say truckers. If your navigation system says that this is the road you should be on, your navigation system is wrong. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's a, it's stay on the highway, turn back now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of funny. And we hadn't seen those, those signage signs like that before. Uh, and I'm looking here. It shows on Google maps, it shows black bear pass. And when it's closed, it, I, let's see here. If I get to the end, um, I get down into the Telluride side, that's the loop. I don't see where it actually says a whole lot of. You may have to put it. directions in, and it may go, "Hey, no, you cannot go this route," or tries to go around the route. Because if you don't know it's there, then why would it show up on there anyway? Right. Right. Because when you, you know, you put directions in, it gives you certain paths. And I'm sure it's not going to so go, how did the, okay. Just the curiosity, if you're, if you're driving up to Black, to the end of Black Bear, like where were they driving from? And did they actually like have the intention of going to that road? Or did they have to, or just happen to be, oh, look, let's try this road. Well, well so, yeah. so Bridalville Falls is at the very bottom, which is the tallest falls in Colorado. Um, you also go through where the smuggler mine was and... Uh, you can go up to um, a, the road that leads to the the old um, the power plant, where the river actually ran through. And there's a little there's a little there's structure, a big, house big house on the cliff. Uh, on the cliff, and you can that from that point up is one, one way. way, and that's oh, where okay. the majority of the signs are. So you can go up a couple of switchbacks till you get to that point. Um, I mean, and then there's big sign that says one way only do not proceed. I mean, it's right there. It's all barricaded as signs, but I didn't see a sign. No. And, and, uh, and, the... and either way, it's like, it's, it's hard to turn around for anybody. Right. Oh <laughs> yeah. Like I wouldn't want to turn around on, I mean, they did it. It looked like they, they were attempting to turn around on a switchback. And then um, they backed down that switch back and probably just lost it because she went off that edge. Yeah. I don't know how it happened, but she had to went backwards off of it. Well, the dogs seem to only have minor injuries and the driver, I think, is critical care right now, critical condition. Yes, um, that's our understanding. Is alive. Well. That's good. First the report I heard was that it was a fatality, but I'm I'm glad it was not. Yes, yes. And the uh, and so now it's gonna be like now I can just see the arguments in the future. Well, you're the one who told me to turn that way. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, there's big signage down there, but um, if you don't, if you don't pay attention and you don't read just like the, the folks that say, well, my, my, my phone said I can go that way. Stop paying attention so much to what your phone says. Use some common sense and kind of go, yeah, but look whoa, at whoa, that whoa, road. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I know I said there's signs. Whoa. There's signs. Common sense. Sign. Whoa. Yeah. What are you? The thought police? Well, before you even get to the steps of Black Bear, even what? A quarter of a mile before you get to the bad stuff, there's a sign in the middle of the trail that says, No point of return, one way only. Bye. No yeah. point of return. Like, so we a... we when we got 
to the major big steps down into the ledges, there was a razor down there. Some guy blew by us on the pass while we were trying to take pictures, him and his girlfriend, and a little bitty two-seater razor. And on the way down, Just he comes beyond. up and stops Corey and is freaking out. Yeah, he, he walks up to me and he's pointed at me. And I'm like, hey, man, you know, this is just one way. And he goes, I, I know, I know, I know. Um, we can't continue. He got And I'm scared. like, what's going on? He's like, I, we're out here on vacation. This is our second day. And we're, I'm freaked out. Like, we can't go down that. And I'm like, you <laughs> saw the signage that says expert only. Like, you got to be experienced. And he was like. I'm in my razor. Like it's pretty set up. And I'm like, yeah. And here you are, your razor is very capable. And I told him you've already gone down Tacoma rock. You've already gone down these, these off camber ledges. You'll be fine to continue going forward. It's going to be more difficult for you to come back up right here. And he was having none of it. My buddy Corey got out and he, we were going to back him up so that we could get around him and that was sketchy. He, he had to have a, a five, 10 minute conversation with the guy just to put him back in his razor and say, <laughs> you're okay. I'm going to spot you. He's like, it's going to feel a little weird, but you're totally fine. And this, this kid was like, freaked out. Why are, what are we doing? Why are we up here? And again, he's already beyond, beyond the point. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. The rest isn't horrible. It's just, there's, it's tight. Yeah. And you're I, I, looking down at Telluride. It's four thousand feet from the top. And again, he was by himself with him and his buddy or whatever. And him the, and his girlfriend. Him and his girlfriend in his yeah. razor by yeah. himself. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. At least I said he was smart enough to know his limitations instead of going. Eh. Yeah. yeah. And then making a small mistake and being at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it, it, we can't protect people from mistakes we can't protect people like we're never going to be able to stop the world and we shouldn't be in a position where yep if somebody rolls off and kills himself you know prayers and god bless them but um and, and prayers for their family but that also shouldn't be a position where it turns around and affects the rest of us right like right you know we don't want people popping up and going okay well somebody died on black bear pass and that's it you guys can't use it anymore right yeah. right it's the same, you know, I, 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 helmet laws. Let's go back to helmet laws. Why did they pass helmet laws? They passed helmet laws because some people were being stupid, right? The, the, the high school kids riding around on uh, a, 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 um, a racing motorcycle, a Yamaha or a Ninja or whatever, and, and riding those with flip-flops, um, shorts, no shirt, and no helmet. Right. And then getting accidents and, and going brain dead because they were being stupid, right? Mm -hmm. So the rest of us have to now comply to rules and laws because other people are being stupid and we see that more and more now the other interesting part about it is going to be these vehicles and i can foresee this happening these vehicles get a little bit more autonomous and as the jeep gets a little more autonomous and things right people working at it the the moment that the jeep says oh wait i need to go this way yeah right somebody's kind of go let's just see how it goes and all of a sudden the jeep goes i need to go this way because there's a rock there oh wait oh too late yeah. right and and you see that happening with with even teslas and watching it and, and how they think and i don't i may have mentioned this before but but just watching the ai the tesla ai think about all these things around everything it, what that's it's going looking on at, everything that's going on is amazing 
Yeah, I, I tell people all the time, the trails we do, it's not Disneyland. There's no little track in the middle where <laughs> we can just keep bouncing <laughs> off the little track. You know, it's like when we're little kids. Um, I hated that. Oh, I know. It's like, come on. I just let me let me drop. I'm just not <laughs> you know, and, and, and so uh, you, you mentioned a little bit ago, you said, you know, um, so I want to know what we're going to say instead of saying, so I got to go put gas in my rig. Are we going to start saying, uh, wait a second, I need to charge up. Yeah. I need to charge up some electricity and electricity. I need to charge up. I need to deploy the solar panels. Yeah. Hold on. I can put my solar out so I can, uh, keep continuing down the road here. But Uh, I want it, I want it, I want it to be like, like Wally, right? You put out the solar panels and it goes, (laughs) you're charged up, right? Be able to put out the, the solar ray. It's like you end up starting having to plan your trips based on on your solar ray. Did you guys you know that movie? Um, oh, uh, was it the the Mars movie? I forget the hell the oh, name of the movie. Um, um, with dude that was up there by himself and everybody yeah, yeah. left him. Yeah, yeah, uh, that dude, the everybody Martian. left him. Mar- the, Martian. the Martian. Yeah, yeah. So that that and there he's out. You know, he's going out there and having to plan out his trips and put out his giant solar ray. To That's re- right. Recharge. It'll be that way. Like, all right, guys, we're going to be airing up here. Um, and then in about three hours, we will be at a clearance to be able to do solar power and recharging. If you don't have a solar power station, you should stay here. You know, I have a little extra battery power. I can give out a little bit, you know, it's, it's going to be a totally different game. Well, and I, I've kind of changed my perspective and, and because of what the news and the media is reporting, you know, Ford is just, has just spent $11 billion on three new plants. They're pushing to be all electric in five years. There's a lot of, a lot of talk about this. And, and I think it's interesting because us as Jeepers and I think the general public is like, well, that's great. Good luck to them. Well, my Ford stock is down, so I don't think it's helped them. (laughs) Well, I don't think we understand as to what this is going to do to all of us. We're all in this. And, and once the gasoline powered engine is going to, they're going to be like, well, those are just for off-road use or racing or whatever. Um, the new cars, we're going to be, it is, we're going to be force fed these electrified vehicles, no matter if whatever we think of it, it's not going to come down to what we want. It's going to be what the manufacturers will produce. Right. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really I think that the next five years are going to be extremely interesting for us as Jeepers. We've seen the little charging stations at motels and hotels. And, and as we drive across country, yeah. How many are there? What do you see? Four, five. Right. And they're usually full. Well, well, and that was the brilliance of Tesla. Putting these charging stations across. I saw a list of these impossibilities that Elon Musk has tackled, right? One of the impossibilities was, building an electric car that was sexy and people could do right when the other possibility was putting a charging system across the country and he didn't put three stations you know most of the time you see there's nine or ten stations and they're mostly empty right right but he was thinking ahead let's put 10 stations out because there's going to be a point in time where they're all going to be full right what are we going to do when you at your house you've got three vehicles they all need electricity we're going to have to up the power grids. Some of these small towns can't support that much juice going into these, uh, into a parking lot. Right. It's going to be interesting. And, and I think that the general population is just sitting back going, well, it doesn't matter to me. I'm never going to own an electric vehicle. Huh? Yeah. Someday. Well, that, and then, I mean, there's still the fight for hydrogen. 
you know, there's still other alternative fuels. Um, We're with, still going to dig up the earth. Right. Tremendously. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The, the battery and power. The what do you think? Tremendously. The, uh, let's get political for a second. The reason the Chinese are are going full bore into Afghanistan now and trying to make sure the Taliban are, are their friends is because they have access to uh, be able to lithium ion batteries yep. and all the, the resources yep. there to be able to yep. start building that stuff because that stuff needs to exist, which is kind of look funny. at these look at these mines and even in Death Valley where some of these mines are reopening because they're determining that there's valuable ore there that battery manufacturing is needing. Right. And these people are they're like, no, we don't want these mines to come back. Mm -hmm. Guess what? We don't have a choice. Right. Yeah. We want environmentalism. We want electric vehicles, but oh, no, no, no. Don't mine the earth for those. Yeah, that's right. That's fine. We'll just figure out a, all the stuff's on Mars or, or the moon and we'll start mining <laughs> yeah. those other we'll planets. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But you think about that future. Um, and again, there's going back to a movie, right? I, Robot, Will Smith. That whole idea of like, are you kidding? You drive? Are you recklessly driving again because you went into manual mode? Right. Right. Yeah. What are you doing? That's going to be that thing. You're going to get pulled over for a ticket and or, or you're going to be in an accident. First question is, sir, were you in manual mode? Your insurance is going to be based upon your they're they're going to have all that information. Well, you were in manual mode. So I'm sorry, your accident's not covered. Right. Or you're actually driving a, a you, you still have a 19. Well, but this case will be I'm sorry, you have a 2020 Jeep um, uh, jail Wrangler. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, and that's manual mode, gas powered. Uh huh. Yeah, we don't insure that. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I just uh, fun. I just received. We we also had a long conversation about um, uh, Department of Transportation DOT standards, pulling trucks, trailers, commercially, all of that kind of stuff. I just got my new license, and uh, and Corey and I were looking at it, and it's funny. Then there's been talk, and they've they've modified. I had a new license before every four years on, on the commercial side. So my new one though, they don't include your weight because that's an invasion of privacy. Really? <laughs> How about your height? Height's still on there. What about your color, your eyes, color, your hair, color, your eyes, but not your hair. Because it can change. You know how many people I get that look at it and go, that's not oh, you. Look at that. <laughs> that's a, Hey, look at that hat. We had these made, um, it, just as some samples, and it just says Metal Cloak Crossfront. I think we kind of make a little bit of change on it. But the, yeah. the Metal Cloak M with the Metal Cloak. Well, and it, and it has a version of it where the M is actually back here. Oh, there you go. We did it one where we put the M right on the back, and this is mesh. This is yeah. like a flex fit Trucker mesh hat. hat. But the problem is, this is a Richardson. You can't get these right now. Oh, it's another, it's another It's another supply chain issue. You can't actually get Richesons. There was a, I think it was a, our buddy Curtis had uh, an ARS hat that if that thing had a yellow ARS in it, hmm. Mm. And yes, it, was, it, was, it was mesh in the back as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's, it's the same exact hat. We had the same guys. We had some guys make them. We had made ARS versions and we had metal cloak versions just for some testing. Gotcha. Um, and not available. Yeah, supply chain issues. But now they're not available. So now we're looking at other things. But we did find, um, it, you know, we talked about that last week about supply chain, about, uh, you know, I, did I tell you about Nike shirts? Did I share that story last time? Oh, huh. No. Oh, okay. So, um, so one of our suppliers does a lot of Nike shirts and he does them, uh, he does them for like dealerships and that sort of thing, right? 
He can't get a single Nike shirt as every warehouse across the country. There's something like seven or eight of them are all empty. There's no Nike shirts available. However, at this very moment, there are 33 containers outside of Long Beach on about, you know, 14 different ships of Nike shirts that are part of that big gang of ships over there that simply can't get processed and get off. And it keeps growing and growing and growing, right? So now they're trying to figure out other places to go. And now you have ships going to other ports. You were talking about that before. Right. Other ports, other places, other things. But yeah, it's just like, and that's just the supply chain. It, it is, the world is being affected at every possible level, yes. right? Yeah. We heard a story this morning about the United States Postal Service is trying to hire, I don't know, 9,000 people and their prices are going to go up anywhere from 75 cents to $5 per piece and and people are just up in arms and they're going you know look we have to we have to meet all these costs the u.s postal service is already in a ton mm -hmm. of debt uh times are slow people make people make um errors in their uh jobs and things go to the wrong place and take too long to get there and have to be rerouted and mm -hmm. well, well you got to think about minimum it minimum wages it, went it, up and people you know, are enticing uh, employees to come to work for more and first so class is not first class as it used to be first class takes a little while you mail something first class it may get there in it's a couple still, days it may take a week yeah right the but you go to fedex overnight or fedex I and mean, it's 20 30 bucks for a you know, it's, it's yeah. kind of expensive. So it, four or five bucks for postal is not that bad. Right now, if the government was smart, which they're not uh, in Japan, when I lived there and made change, but in Japan, the post office had a lot more freedom. The post office was also had its own banking system. Oh. So you could actually make deposits at your post office. You could, um, mm -hmm. it, it also had, uh, it was also an, had a lot of investments because it was a bank. There were a multi, you know, million very expensive buildings in tokyo that were owned by the post office interesting because they did his own investments in buildings so and stuff privately like that. owned basically. It, essentially no it was still a government entity but it had hmm. more freedom so um but yeah my my girlfriend we used to go into the post office she'd buy some stamps and deposit her paycheck or get a withdrawal right it was just that was why not you've got a distribution all across the country right. why not let them do other things now it's a competence thing because you know, they may not have the best employees, but, um, uh, you know, now here's an interesting thing. And I, and I love, I love our, our post office employees. I love them. They're great. It is not what it used to be. Used to think about, Oh, I'm going to get in the post office and I'm going to work there 20 years and I'm going to retire right now. It, it might be a different game. However, if they're still exempt from being required to have vaccinations, you might find a lot of federal employees wanting to hop over to the post office who are going to be getting laid off here, uh, in the middle of October. Very um, true. And so there's, there's, they're, they're going to be able to fulfill those 9,000 pretty quickly if they can get people that they want to get in there. Interesting. So, uh, so, well, well, we are, so we're, we're coming up on uh, October. I can't believe it's already October. Um, we had snow this morning on Imogene Pass where we were just two days ago. Mm. Uh, it's, it was 50 degrees here. We've got rain, hail, partly cloudy right now. Um, but we have still a couple of events coming up. We have uh, the Hump and Bump event, end of October. Trail Hero's coming up. Guys, we're probably not going to make it out to Trail Hero. Uh, it just doesn't make sense for us. It's a good wheeling event. It's good for a good cause and all that kind of stuff. But for a vendor show, that show does, doesn't fit our our 
schedule. Our, 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 yeah, really, yeah. it's a schedule thing too. Um, and a grin. If you guys are thinking about it, and you were thinking about seeing us out there, go out there anyway. It's a great event for a great cause. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then, so we'll, we will have the CTI trailer at at Hump and Bump in Logandale uh, before SEMA. So that's like the last weekend in October, I think, or weekend before or something like that. Uh, then we'll have SEMA, and we have two Death Valley trips. They're on the books. We've already got, um, I think, a handful of folks signed up for them. Um, so Death Valley is coming up. If you want to go to Death Valley, again, our our trips are a little different. We don't try and do the same thing just repetitively over and over and over. So we have folks that want to join us on, on the adventure that they've already done because they know it's going to be different next time. And this will be obviously true with, with Death Valley in these next two trips. Number one, we've not done a fall trip. So right. weather could be, who knows? Well, and the who difference knows? of what it's like in the fall and what it's like in the spring, technically we're kind of springish, are, are completely different. I mean, yes. it's just the the conditions and I'm, it's beautiful. I'm hoping that I'll be in a position to be able to come out to that. Um, I know we will be. have a, yeah, better be. I, yes. Well, look, I'm walking around. I got my soft boot on. I'm actually going today. As soon as we're done here, I'm going to a, um, to my first uh, physical therapy appointment. Cool. And where I get tortured. Um, uh, yep. I'm supposed to love it. You're going to love it. Stand up. It's scary no. to use those things. It's, all those muscles <laughs> that have atrophied. You. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, that's scary. it's amazing what happens. Yes. Two, two months. And I'm like looking at my, my left calf, you know, muscle strong, my right calf. It just flops. It just flops <laughs> around like a fish. It's just a little dead fish. Yeah. I'm like, and then they're the going to say, okay, go ahead and stand on that one foot. And you're going to go, no. Yeah. I don't want it. I can stand on it. I, I'm, I'm walking around on it. I'm supposed to use a crutch with it, but I've been just walking around with it. However, I will say, and if anybody else knows of a air boot that is actually comfortable, please oh. let me know because I'll buy the damn thing. But yeah. this one has got to be, and this is one that was provided by my podiatric surgeon's office, right? right? It's called Top Shelf, right? It's probably the cheapest one out there. And it is the most uncomfortable. Like I'm walking around with it and it's as if a hammer is hitting my heel every time. It's oh. like, it's my, it just has no comfort. Do I'm you trying have to two, two air chambers on it. It has one. Well, it has several air chambers, one pump. Oh, one it only pump. has one pump. Mm. I think mine had, mine has two pumps. I'll have to see what brand I had. It's up, it just, I still have it, it. but the, 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 it's like the worst design shoe and it just tortures my foot. Like uh. I can walk around, but if I'm doing just heel stuff, it's just the heels just getting hurt. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't You need that. to put a little Dr. Scholl's uh, insole in it or something. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Dr. Scholl's insole. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go start cutting up memory foam and just make my own. <laughs> right. And it probably hurts too, because you're exercising that part that's hurt. Too. Yeah. Well, and it's like, it's, but it's all about the, the heels, what kills me. And right. Hmm. And I'm, so I can stand on it. I can kind of go what I just still haven't been able to do. And I'm stretching it, but I still haven't been able to like walk forward, like put the pressure on gotcha. it. And that's fear. That is purely mm -hmm. fear. I'm like, I don't want to scratch it. I don't want to mess it up. So it's just <laughs> scary. But yeah, I go to see that. But yeah, I'll get through that. I'll be out there. We'll do Death Valley um, and uh, and that trip. Because again, we're trying to figure out the whole other gamut. But yeah, it, it it's like, you know, when is it? Like it's like uh, two months, second, or a month, second month week and second week in November. Yeah. Yeah. That's plenty of time. Right. You got a whole month. 
Yeah. Well, we have a whole new, we, it's going to be fun because we're going to have some ARS stuff out there. We've got, uh, we just hired a new guy to um, head up ARS marketing um, and, and join us. And, and uh, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun next year. 2022 for ARS is going to be an amazing year uh, for that brand and for building it up. So we have and some for great our, for our sponsors, 2022. I've been, I've had some questions and comments and what we're doing and whatnot. We'll get some stuff out to the folks and, and, We'll have a schedule coming. I hope. Oh, it's you know, so many events typically don't put their schedules up this early, so right. it's hard for us to try to plan from a budget perspective and a, and a where we're going to be at what point. But um, you know, the big events are always kind of our anchors, and so we'll see what what that comes uh, out like. But um, I know that uh, 2022, everybody's already looking forward to to what's what that looks like and uh we'll, we're gonna we'll... change some things up this next year and i've been bombarded with messages we need the cti trailer we need the cti trailer right. and they're all within the next couple of months and i've been talking to one of the big events that's getting really big in oklahoma is the okie jeep jam mm. they they have been begging us for years so i sat down and i talked to linda i said look Here's the dates. This will work. We can do this and this to make it over that way. So they're willing to work with us to get us there. So interesting when the event wants to plan around when we're available. So, yeah. you know, that's, I, you know, I, I love that. I love that. Right. Yeah. All right. So it, and that's, and that's cool. So we're going to, cause there's a lot more like we, we are actually doing two CTI events in October. Um, so, you know, the Rubicon trail foundation, which had to cancel, Right. Cantina for the con because of the fires has a on October. What is it? October 9th is um, a RTF show and shine at dry diggings distillery. Now it's a, it's a show and shine presented by metal cloak. We're the primary sponsor, but is that dry digging still distillery, which is up in Eldorado Hills. Mm-hmm. And the last time they did it, the first time they did it actually was 2019 and we had the CTI trailer. It was a, it was awesome. So we're bringing the CTI trailer out again. Cool. And part of that for our listeners who are out here on the West Coast is because on the 16th, we have Skills Day. And the sixth, and that's that got sold out really quickly. It's there, you know, it sells out at 100 Jeeps. Uh, 30 of those are advanced beginners, which are people that have been there before. The other 70 are supposed to be pure novices. Now we know that there have been a few people that have registered, um, not so much for the training, but because they want to do the CTI trailer. And so we're letting everybody know if that's why you registered was because you wanted to see the CTI trailer, come out to Dry Diggins Distillery on the 9th and don't mess with people trying to be out there on the 16th. Because really the CTI trailer is out there, but it's not, you know, we'll get maybe 30 Jeeps done over the period right. of it, but it'll be, it, it's, it's not till the afternoon. Right. So, because we get people to show up and say, hey, so when are you going to open the CTI trailer? Oh, well, you know, we may or may not open the CTI trailer. We're just out here to do training and so right, get in your right. Jeep and learn. But if you've taken right. a spot from somebody who's supposed to be learning, not cool. Yeah. Not cool. So, um, so yeah, so we get to that. We have two events that, in October. Then it goes back into uh, cold storage. <laughs> 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 and then we'll have our trips in November. So um, December, maybe, maybe we'll do something in uh yeah there's been some 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 conversations about you know what what december looks like for folks and and i know that again i mean it's just hard to plan anything more than a couple months out these days because you just don't know what uh the state of our our environment is going to be um it's true 
But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure we keep everybody informed. We we do have a, a contest actually right now. That's right. That, we got to uh, do it. That's right. Um, and I've got a word in mind. Um, and uh, if you missed last week's episode, you're going to have to go back and 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 listen to that episode. And if you watch them all, you're going to have to watch them all. We may change. We may pull. You know, last year we we were very straightforward. We threw out some 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 keywords that you were supposed to keep track of. We never changed them. Who knows? Maybe next week we're going to say, yeah, those last two words were dumb. And so now it's a bunch of different <laughs> words. Um, and we're just like that. Number one, you guys all realize as our, our followers that we're doing this. We want to increase uh, the folks that we're able to, to hit. And we want to make sure that uh, we're doing a good job as well and, and giving something back to you all for, for paying attention to us and putting up with us for the last 180 episodes right. or whatever we've now made. <laughs> it seems like so many years ago. Yeah. And share so, our so, stuff out and, yeah. and, and get more followers. I know some of them want to keep us to ourselves and everything, but All right. Well, you know, share it out there and that's part of it. Maybe we'll have to do some sort of bonus thing on that too. So yeah, here's, right. here's what in our first keyword went out last Thursday, which was the 23rd. So, It'll be looking like it'll be from the 23rd, the 30th, then the 7th, the 14th, and the 21st will be our range, right? For five, yep. for those five yep. weeks. Yep. So then we will have a, a, we will select the winner on the 28th and on the 4th, the episode of the 4th, we will tell our winner, we'll actually have the winner on the show, November 4th. And we will, um, which will probably be, we will record earlier that week and we'll let the winner know everything that he won. So that gives us some time to do things. Right. Uh, but that being said, you need to be paying attention to the episodes. But like you said, it could be that the episode number, you know, on the 14th or the 21st decides to change everything up. That's right. That's right. And that's totally like fine. That. That's just going to be really like fine. That. So pay attention. Um, well, hey, so what is your idea? What's the keyword of the week? So since we were just up here in the San Juans for the last few days, um, there was a gentleman that was very, very uh, key to kind of providing a, a working environment for what the, the San Juan mining became. And his name was Thomas Walsh. He owned the, um, the Camp Bird mining area uh, and, and provided a, a really good working environment for the people who worked for him. He had steam showers. He had running water for the miners and the prospectors that came up. He really changed the way that that whole area uh, was handled from an employer perspective. He did a very good job. One of his wives, uh, his wife's name was Imogene Richardson. Oh. And so this keyword and the name of where the past, the past got its name from was Imogene. This word, this week's keyword is Imogene. Imogene, you're a gene. We're all a gene. Imogene. That's nice. I'm, I'm, that's a great backstory. So, yeah. um, all right. So this week's keyword is Imogene for now, for now, for now. That's awesome. So, uh, what it means guys is you got to keep track of that because yep. there will be a requirement that we will announce, um, by on the episode of the 21st, we'll announce that requirement as to what you need to do to actually prove that you were part of this and you watched right. and listened and you paid attention. That's right. Right. That's, that's and we right. might even have to do something. So here's the deal guys. Cause you may need to pay attention. Cause if you're just listening to this and just listen to the podcast, 
you may have missed something in the video. Very true. And if you're just watching the video, you may have missed something on the podcast. Right. So, because we could easily just put up a sign that says, we're lying. The big keyword is actually. <laughs> <laughs> so just pay attention. It may and you not know, happen. And, and, and in typical modern Jeeper and metal cloak fashion, um, we typically don't do things very small. People go, what am I going to win? A coffee cup? Uh, no, no. We typically do things a little bit different than that. Uh, as our past winners know, and uh, the few of you out there that have 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 won something from us, typically we don't give away small things. Yeah. So let's just put it this way: it'll be anywhere between five to ten thousand dollars worth of prizes and gifts and stuff and stuff and stuff. Uh, and it may not all be metal cloak. It may be ARS. It may be some of our partners. It, it may. Yeah. It might be my my personal coffee mug here that I I ran over in my Jeep and it didn't break, but the little black on it is from the tire. And uh, I've washed it a number of times. That that's not coming off. That's and, Corey's mug. That's that's, that's Corey's mug. mug. That's it. Yeah. You know, it'll be signed by Corey. It's bulletproof. <clears throat> bulletproof metal cloak mug. We should tr we should turn that into an <laughs> NFT. <laughs> that, that that unique mug which is one of a kind we can attach to a blockchain and right. ownership of that mug we'll put a we'll have to put a, a, a like a a a, a a a qr code on there it'll be proven in the block i don't know whatever i'm going I don't yeah. know. i'm just going yeah. off over the place well you know that's <laughs> awesome this has been another great episode i really appreciate you guys getting out early as you know this is actually a really early in the morning for me to be doing and talking which is why you know, listeners keep commenting on my drinks. Well, I had two so far, yeah. two Starbucks espressos yep, Black the, and Black Rifle Espresso Moga. I haven't yet opened this up, but a Body Armor Light. I did drink my Celsius water and I have a hot coffee. Uh, by the way, if you I work for Metal Cloak, these and these and that Celsius and other things are available for free to Metal Cloak employees in the refrigerator section of our diner. <laughs> our refrigerator section. We have a refrigerator section. There's like there's like a giant stainless steel one with big glass doors. And then there's five or six small ones with one. glass doors all within there. It's and they we keep them stocked. And uh, so it's just one of the benefits of of working for this great company. So well, and if you want a tour, you can go out there and you get a free free drink. So you get you a free. That's that's right. That's right. Get a free drink at the end of the tour, um, after you like after you walk <laughs> through the seventy thousand square feet of grueling environmental. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's fun. Anyway, my friends, thank you so much uh, for all of our modern jeepers out there. You know how to get a hold of us. Me, Matt, at metalcloak.com, Corey at metalcloak.com, Jesse at metalcloak.com. Modern Jeeper Adventures to check out the Death Valley trip. Uh, and keep an eye on there because we are in the mode now where we're trying to figure out the dates for 2022. Um, as well as, uh, and we, we are going to get stuff up early. I know sometimes it gets delayed and blah, 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 but that's fine. We're getting it all up there. As well as modernjeeper.com uh, for news and information and at modernjeeperform.com just to get out there and chat and share and do all the other things. So yes. thank you again for joining us. Anything else you want to add, Corey? I think Jesse? we're good, my friend. Yeah, awesome. have a good rest of your week. Yes. You too. You too. Have fun and, and recover a little bit from your we're grueling not. four so we have days. More coming. Your grueling we have another... four days of wheeling out uh, and and taking care of of these amazing people. Absolutely. <laughs> and you All miss right, my cheers. food. We'll cheers, see you on buddy. the trails. <laughs> 
This podcast will self-destruct in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.